is the new CFRC Radio, Kingston's voice of the righteous regime. The song we just heard was Not So Far Away from Milton Jarrett's Juno Award-winning CD, Music from Another World. It's 8 p.m. I'm Christy McMullen, and this is As It Stands. Next week, January 28th, 2025, we mark four years since the deadly attack on Montreal the worst terrorist attack in North America since 9-11 and the largest in Canadian history. In the wake of the devastation of an entire city, the governing of our country changed hands almost overnight. Out of necessity, the righteous regime was born. Mirroring our American counterparts, our newly appointed leaders took our citizens' protection to new levels erecting walls and placing our now vast military presence along our shores and borders. To avoid cyber terrorism and information hacking, our satellites and internet systems were cut off from the general public, only to be accessed by those with the highest level of authority. Returning the scope of our concerns to the things that mattered most. Loved ones, family values, and community. Even the safety of the LGBTQ groups and minorities were considered in our restructured society, with curfews and travel restrictions put into place for their protection. Although some viewed this as extreme at first, racial violence and hate-based crime have reached an all-time low in our country. And now we boast some of the safest urban landscapes in the world. While the country still mourns our fallen city. It also rejoices in the prosperity, growth, and hope the righteous regime brought to our citizens. This now is part of a speech from the then newly sworn in Prime Minister Dominique Lamar in 2021. We are leading this country in a new direction simply because we have to, in the light of the new world order. What we do, we do for all Canadians, for the safety of our sons, our daughters, our mothers, our fathers. We are separating ourselves from the world at large so we may remain the true north, strong and free. That was Prime Minister Lamar four years ago. Since then, we have come to be a different country. The Association of Religious Leaders and the once small Flat Earth Society joined forces with our government the unified message was this. You have all been lied to. Man never went to the moon. Global warming is a myth. Vaccines do more harm than good. Everything we've been led to believe is a lie. But if you return your faith to God above, we can all find a better way together. The resulting referendum that followed made it clear that most Canadians did in fact agree that closing off extraneous ties to the outside world, reducing our sights to those closest to us and turning back towards our religious roots was the only way forward in a world of violent uprising. The tragedy of a once great city brought us all together to make this a now safe and protected country. Here at CFRC, we are not normally prone to editorialize, but I do want to say this. I served in our army. I have been to many parts of the world. I've seen war-torn countries. I've seen famine and disease destroy populations. Here, in this, our new Canada, we are both led and protected by a government who cares about its people. And I, for one, am proud to be Canadian. I'm Christy McMullen, and this is As It Stands. Up next on the new CFRC radio, a reflection by Don Miller on John 3.16, how I transformed my view of the holy. This is Bridge Star 1 to base camp. Do you copy?
lack of belief affect change? That was the old way of thinking. But I mean, politics aside, the whole world is new. Hey, Phil, we were just asking where, where you were. Working late? Uh, yeah. There's a man of the hour. You've been missing a great party. Ruth is one heck of a hostess. Where is she? Who? Ruth, my wife. I just saw her in the kitchen with Beth. I was just talking to her on the patio. Apparently, she gets around. <laughs> Excuse me, please. Phil, I was just kidding. He knows I was kidding, right? Uh, <clears throat> so what were they saying? Uh, right, the world as a whole is so far down the rabbit hole from a religious focal point. Ruth? Ruth, where are you? I'm over here, Phil. What's going on? You look like... We need to talk now. You didn't come through the front door, did you? You were supposed to sneak into the garage with Tim. Wait, where is Tim? You didn't answer on the walkie-talkie. Keep your voice down. Let's talk in the study. I was trying to reach you on the walkie-talkie. You didn't answer. No, because I was hosting the party. We talked about it being a way of reaching each other in an emergency. Yes, we did. But we also talked about me running this party with Beth to keep up appearances while you went off with Tim and the others and completed your mission. I'm not sure how you expected me to keep the walkie-talkie with me when I'm trying to keep Beth busy and ply our party guests with booze so no one notices you two are not here. I'm sorry. I was panicking. I figured you would keep an ear out for any of us calling in. I've got Beth in the kitchen making food for all these people. Keeping focused on that so she doesn't start asking questions or wondering where you and Tim are. Where is Tim? I'm not sure. He wasn't at the rendezvous point. I came back on foot. On foot? What about the others? Where are the others? Is it done? I couldn't reach you, and I thought maybe... Is that why you came in through the front door? I was worried. About what? Where are the others? We failed. They were waiting for us. What are you talking about? Our plan failed. It's all... Calm down, Nobby. What happened? They'll be looking for us. And if anyone talks... Who in the group would talk? The other three got captured by military police. At least I think they did. Maybe Tim did too. I don't know. The police? God damn it, Phil. We can't afford to be involved in this. It's worse than that. I don't see how it can be. They were waiting for us inside the church. How is that possible? They knew we were coming. But how could they have known? No one in the government is... Smart enough to figure us out? Someone did. I don't know how, but they knew we were coming. We walked into a trap. Me, Sadie, Bill, and Marco? As far as I know, they didn't get out. Sadie's what, 24? 22. Jesus, her parents. Marco's not much older, but he's got a good head on his shoulders. Bill is an old man, but... I lost Sadie in the chaos, but she's smart. She probably hid. Bill surrendered. Held his hands up in their lights and surrendered. Marco ran when I ran. I didn't see where he ended up. But you were supposed to meet at the rendezvous point. Where Tim was supposed to be waiting. And he wasn't there. No. Phil, how did they know? The young people were the old man Tim. I mean... There was one of those government white vans. Like when they took Dylan. I saw it when I got away. I can't... I just... I know, Phil. If the van was there, then they're going to be taken away. Jesus, this is bad. I was lucky I even got away at all. I'm not fully sure how. Hell knows, they might have even followed me. Ruth, there's something else I have to tell you. We found... Stay here. Ruth, wait. You need to know what I found. I need to know you weren't followed. Ruth, please. I've already had a son arrested. I'm not losing a husband, too. God damn it. Looks clear. No one on the street. What are you doing? What does it look like? I'm burning the blueprints I have of the church. We've got to get rid of anything that could link us to this. Is there anything else? Phil, you can't just start a fire in here. You'll set off the smoke alarm. Get me that trash can. Here, drop that in before you burn your fingers. Okay, we got to find anything else in this house that could link us to that church. I need you to stop for a second. There's no time. There is. You don't know what I saw, what I found. Just stop. What? I just... 
I shouldn't have even let you try to pull off this idiotic plan. I should have stopped you. This wasn't going to bring Dylan home, but you were so intent on it, I... I had to do something. They took him and... They locked him up for participating in a protest rally. Ruth. I can't have this argument with you right now, Phil. I know, it's just... Damn it, Phil. This whole idea from the start... It's just ridiculous Boy Scout stuff, and it's going to get us arrested. What are we going to do? This is bigger than you think it is. I'm going to get you some water. I don't need water. For the fire in our trash bin. Right. Never mind. Here. Someone saw that I was burning something. And all our friends out there saw you come in the front door. Those aren't our friends, Ruth. No. They aren't, are they? They are the very specific neighbors and acquaintances we invited over here so we could set up this little ruse. The people we want to make sure do not get suspicious of our activities. Why are you so upset? <gasps> I'm sorry. It's just that I had to stay here and play hostess with Beth, of all people, to keep up appearances of a proper housewife obeying curfew so you and Tim and your little band of freedom fighters could go under cover of darkness and blow up a church. I had to get permission from our local police to even throw this party, but I did all this to help keep your cover up, and then what did you do? You waltzed right in through the front door. I was... I know. But it doesn't mean I can't be frustrated about it. Do you think any of them will remember? Not if I've played my hostess role well enough and plied them with enough booze. Will you put that fire out? Please. It's out. I'm sorry I didn't keep the walkie-talkie near me. I didn't think anything would happen. Neither did I. The phone rang earlier, though, about ten minutes before you got here. You answered it. Of course I did. Party hostess with the mostess, after all. Who was it? I couldn't hear. The party was too loud. Just as we rehearsed. No. Good. I actually couldn't. I thought it might have been you. You didn't ask if it was me, did you? <sighs> of course not. You know, every time that damned phone rings. I grew up with one of these phones, but I still can't get used to that sound again. It startles me every single time. And now that national phone call alarm system they set up? It feels like the government is just coming into our home now. Yet we never thought twice when it was the corporations watching our every move through the internet. Well, that was then, Phil. Now... Now is so much worse than you could possibly imagine. Phil, you're scaring me. You look like a wild animal. Look, I know you don't want to hear this right now, but I think we have to get out of here. It's our party, Phil. We can't just leave. How would that look? I don't mean the party. Look, if they knew about the church, if they knew what we were going to do, they might very well know who each of us are. If that's the case... We are having a party. An officially permitted soiree for our close friends. You and Tim had to work late, but you arrived in time for the start of it. If anyone thought otherwise, well, maybe they had one too many drinks. We don't know anything about it. Except we don't know where Tim is. If this is you... I've gotten a few drinks in her, but... You and no Tim would be suspicious. Shit. We need to develop our story. She's going to want to know where her husband is. Look, you have to... We have to talk. There's something I found tonight before they caught us. Something you need to know. Jesus Christ, Phil. I think I need a minute before you spring anything else on me. My head is spinning here. Have you been drinking? Yes, I have been drinking. I am hosting a party that's all a charade for our terrorist attack on our government. Of course I've been drinking. It's charade. And it's not a terrorist attack. We're freedom fighters. Potato, potato. You need to hear what I have to tell you. This is serious, Ruth. We're all in big trouble. We need to leave this country. Where would we go, Phil? I don't know. Maybe we can try to cross the wall. Go down south. Oh, it's no better down there. God, the things I've heard. Well, we'll have to go somewhere. I'm not going anywhere, and you know that. Dylan's not coming back. And staying here, after what I've learned... You don't get to say that about our son. You don't know. Actually, I do. 
Phil. Thank God. Tim, where the hell were you? I was waiting at the park as planned. Police showed up, military ones. I acted casual, got out of there as quick as I could. Then I saw the white van go by with a lot more cop cars. I panicked. I got the hell out of there. I was counting on you. I know, I'm sorry. I called here. I tried to talk to Ruth, but she couldn't hear me. Party was too loud. Didn't you have a walkie-talkie? We were only able to get our hands on four of them. Bill and Tim opted out. I figured everyone else needed them more than me. <laughs> Guess I chose wrong. After I tried calling here, I went back to the park, but none of you were there. I'm glad you made it back, Tim. Beth kept asking when you and Phil were getting here. Does she suspect anything? Not that I know of. I've kept her cooking and drinking. What about the others? The kids and the old guy? I think they were caught. Oh, shit. No. Oh, shit. If I'd stayed... Nothing you could have done. They were waiting for us. That's the emergency broadcast warning. Do you think that's about us? Probably. Open the door all the way so we can hear. This is the new CFRC Radio Newsroom, Kingston's voice of the righteous regime, with an emergency broadcast. An apparent terrorist attack on a church in downtown Kingston was prevented this evening by the city's local authorities, working in conjunction with the Ontario Government Anti-Terrorism Task Force. Both organizations intercepted a group of people in the act of setting charges to blow up St. George's Cathedral. Along with being an iconic landmark in the downtown core, the House of Worship has long been a haven for the homeless, offering food and shelter in the church basement every night for the city's less fortunate. This night was no different. Authorities say that the terrorist organization, two members of which have already been apprehended, was attempting to rake up explosive devices in order to blow up the historic buildings along with the over 50 homeless men and women inside. When asked about the motives of this terrorist organization, Agent Montag, head of the Canadian Anti-Terrorism Task Force, had this to say to our on-site reporter. We are obviously dealing with a violent group bent on causing bodily harm to the citizens of this great city. It truly is a sad day when fellow Canadians, your neighbours, perhaps your family members would believe that an attack such as this was justified in any way. Our government has been working on unifying this country since Montreal fell. To have something like this almost happen in a city like Kingston is truly heartbreaking. Agent Montag, were you able to apprehend the terrorists? Along with subverting their plans, we have managed to capture two of their groups so far. Well, at least two others that we know of managed to evade us at this time, but we are looking into leads and interrogating the prisoners as we speak. It won't be long before we have their identities and can punish them along with their allies. Anyone with information regarding these individuals should contact their local police immediately. It seems as though a large group of onlookers has gathered at the scene of tonight's attempted bombing. What did they expect to see tonight? Well, Jessica, we are, as you know, in a state of martial law at the present time. That gives us the authority to deal with these individuals as necessary. My task force and the local military authorities feel it is vital to make an example out of them swiftly and publicly for the sake of our government and for the sake of our citizens. What exactly does that mean, Agent Montag? We fully intend to have justice served tonight in front of this crowd. Uh, perhaps like a public trial of sorts? No, it does not mean a trial. Sorry. I'm being called away. Thank you. We will continue to update our listeners as this story unfolds. For the time being, we return you to the Friday evening music mix here on the new CFRC radio, Kingston's voice of the righteous regime. Tim shut the door. Jesus, Bill, what the hell happened? It was a trap. They knew we were coming. Who got caught? I don't know. Bill surrendered. That's all I saw. We watched that place for weeks. Sure, they used to serve meals back before Montreal, but now it's a government data and technology hub. There are no services, no programs to help the homeless. That's a blatant lie. It's where they run their internet from so they can spy on us. The internet they no longer let us have. 
It was a complete setup. And those explosives were planned for an implosion. I did the plans up myself. No one was going to get hurt. I know. We weren't about to kill innocent people. Just reduce the government to our level, just like we planned. It was a chance to take them down, even if it was just stupid Boy Scout stuff. I was trying to take a shot at the government, not innocent people. It had to be a historic building. We had to make a point of it. It's not like we could tackle them head on. We had to act like terrorists. It's the only way to take down the group that has all the power. Exactly. But the authorities knew you were coming. They were waiting. And they lied about the situation. They lied really well, like they planned it in advance. So what? They lie all the time. But they're not great liars when they need to cover up a bad situation. We learned that at the Queen's campus before they broke up the protests. When they took Dylan. This was too good. It means that someone knew the plan. Mm -mm, That's not possible. There were only six of us involved. What other explanation do you have? Maybe they were on alert because they were hiding something else. Phil, you said you saw something when you were in there. No, I... I... You were really upset. No, I I was just in shock. Brister, what are you there? You still have your walkie-talkie on. I forgot about it. It's Sadie. I'm here, Bright Star 4. Chasing me. I think I managed to hide well enough. Where are you? I can come get... Oh God, they're here. I have to go. Just tell me where you are. Bright Star 4? Hello? They're chasing her. I have to go and try to get her. You can't. I have to. You need to stay here and not get involved. You can't help her now. You can't risk getting caught. She's just a kid. She's old enough to know better. What's that supposed to mean? It means she made her own choice in joining the group. Tim! Philip! You finally made it! How was your day, honey? Uh, uh, it was, it was... Uh, a lot of work, uh, uh, eh, Tim? Yeah, yeah. You two never stop working, do you? Well, you know. I'm so glad you're co-workers. And Philip, I just have to tell you, your wife throws a heck of a party. I'm so glad your party request got approved. And you could have all these wonderful people at your house after curfew. And I'm even more glad you asked us to co-host it with you. I'm keeping everyone fed, but Ruth really is the hostess with the mostest. She did say that. Listen, I don't mean to interrupt whatever you are talking about. Just work issues. You too. I tell you. Two peas in a pod, am I right, Ruth? That they are. Well, boys, I wonder if I could steal Tim away for a little bit. I need some help with the canapes in the kitchen. A party chef's work is never done, am I right? Uh, I'll be right there, dear. Go ahead, Tim. We'll talk business later. God, that woman is insufferable. She's no worse than anyone else at this party. What's going on, Phil? You told me you had something to tell me, something you found out tonight, and then you told Tim you were in shock. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything in front of him. Why? Because I think he might be the one who betrayed us. How could you even think that? Tim has been in this from the start. Someone had to do it. He didn't go to the church. He didn't take a walkie-talkie. He wasn't at the park where he was supposed to be. You said yourself you only had four. Besides, we've known Tim since before... Dylan was born. You can say it, you know. He's always been a loyal friend to you. Even after he married that religious nutcase. She means well. This whole thing, the government, the subjugation of minorities, she truly believes all that's happened because it's the will of God. She even spent most of this evening trying to convince me that the world is truly flat. Well, maybe she turned us in. No way. She couldn't keep it together long enough to trick us all. She'd quote some Bible verse at us and go running off to the authorities in a heartbeat. Well, someone did. If it wasn't her, it's one of the three of us or the three others who are currently out there getting captured. Damn it, it it doesn't matter. There is something else. I did find something. What? Look, this, this government, these people in power, they didn't just take over when Montreal fell. They're the ones who did it. What? No, that's crazy. Ruth, I saw the files. It was on the main computer system. I got in before they came after us. I was looking for something on Dylan, where he might be. But you always say you think he's dead. And you don't. 
You believe he's still alive, and I... I had to try and see if you were right before I destroyed their computers. I thought maybe there was a list of detention centers or containment camps, like they told us. I didn't have hope, but I knew you did, so I tried. This wasn't all about me. And there wasn't anything? No, but there was stuff about Montreal. Plans, documents, things I wish I hadn't seen. They did it. They destroyed it so they could step in and take over. No, they were a reaction. People were scared, they wanted safety. Everyone looks backwards when they want comfort. This government grew out of a reaction to fear. This government created that fear. It was a coup, it was planned. Our son- Don't. Our son died protesting a dictatorship that just stepped all over us and took over by killing the population of a city. No, this is, I don't, uh, did you get proof? No. They were honest before I could get anything. No. This can't be. Things have gotten bad, I'll admit, but I'm not going to believe that all those innocent people... Were killed for a political power move? It wasn't an attack from some outside place. It was an attack from within. It's true, Ruth. I saw it with my own eyes. You can't brush this off like you did with Dylan. I brush it off because he's not dead. I refuse to believe he's not coming back, Phil. Where the hell is he, Ruth? You know that's all bullshit about where they took him. No, I don't. He's not coming back. I hoped beyond hope that you were right. That I was going to find out that he was locked up somewhere, waiting, and that we could rescue him or something. But he's not there to be rescued. How can you just write him off like that? How are you just so willing to just decide that he's dead? He was at a student protest. This is Canada. You don't get killed for being at a student protest. They blew up in an entire city. They killed hundreds of thousands of people just to take control of the government. Ordinary people just living their lives. What do you think they do to actual protesters? You heard the radio. Are you even paying attention to what's going on out there? Just as much as you, Phil. But I don't seem to think that blowing things up is going to make our situation any better. Is doing nothing going to make it better? Because that's all I see you doing. Go to hell, Phil. Already there, Ruth. Close the door. We've got a radio here in the study. This is the new CFRC radio newsroom. Kingston's voice of the righteous regime with another emergency broadcast. We have further developments in this evening's arrest of suspected terrorists attempting to blow up St. George's United Church in Kingston, Ontario. We go live now to the scene where Agent Montag of the Canadian Anti-Terrorist Task Force is issuing another statement to the public. Our on-the-spot reporter, Jessica Trellin, is on the scene. An act of terrorism in our country, of any sort, cannot be tolerated. The actions of this group here in Kingston are a reflection of exactly why our leaders instituted martial law over a year ago. Terrorism on any level will be punished severely and immediately. But I would like those here tonight and those listening at home to know that we do not take this duty lightly. We punish the guilty because we are tasked to do so by our government authority. Agent Montag, I almost don't want to ask this because I'm afraid I know the answer, but it would appear your team has erected a structure that looks strikingly similar to an old-fashioned gallows. Are you planning to actually hang your suspects this evening? We have indeed set up a device for just such a thing. But make no mistake, someone is only worthy of quick hanging death who has made his peace, admitted his sins, and given us information. Only one of our convicted felons has done this so far this evening. You've already made judgment on the alleged terrorists. As per the authority, we have been granted by our government. Yes, we have. We have been authorized to try, convict, and deliver punishment as we see fit. And if you are going to hang only one of them, what's in store for the other person you've captured? 
His punishment will depend on how much he cooperates with us. You'll have to excuse me. I'm told the prisoner is ready. They're going to hang one of them. They can't just do that, can they? Apparently they can do whatever they want. Oh my god. This is my fault. It was my idea. I planned all of it. I. It's not... You got away. No, it is. I need to help them. Where are you going? Phil, you can't. There's nothing you can do. If you go down there, then, then you'll all die. They're going to kill people because of me. Maybe if I turn myself in, they'll... The what? Let the others go? Do you really believe that? I... 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 Jessica, can you give us some insight into what you are witnessing there? The crowd is pretty riled up. A lot of shouting. It sounds like a crowd out for blood. I would agree with that perspective. We have a lot of people here shocked and dismayed that something like this could happen in their city. I think they view it as a personal attack, especially with the anniversary of Montreal almost upon us. Would you say there is anyone there who is against punishing the terrorist faction? Well, I might speculate. Wait, something is happening. The anti-terrorist task force has set up some large floodlights in the courtyard where most of the spectators have gathered. They've just turned them on. It was getting rather dark here, but now the gallows, or whatever you would refer to it as, has been brightly lit up. Please, Jessica, tell us everything you are witnessing. They're leading an old man in shackles out towards the gallows. He seems to have a black eye and a welt along his jaw. Bill. Gonna hang the old guy? Maybe it's just a threat. A warning. They're removing his chains. Kingstonians, I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your prayers. I... He is talking with Agent Montag for a moment. What we were planning to do here at this historic church, a church I sang in as a young boy, was, as I now understand, an unbridled act of terrorism. We thought we were doing the right thing. But now I know we were wrong. We were wrong. I regret having partaken in these acts. And I... I accept my punishment. He's handing back the microphone. They're directing him to the noose. He's walking over. They've put it around his neck. He's saying something. I'll try to get closer. But... For the grace of God, go. They've done it. No warning, no list of his crimes. I've just witnessed a hanging. Take your time, Jessica. It sounds as though you've witnessed something truly awful. I do hope that our listeners understand that those of us here at the new CFRC, Kingston's voice of the righteous regime, do not condone violence of any sort. But there are circumstances, such as a terrorist attack that was plotted and almost enacted this evening, where this sort of response is considered necessary to maintain our country's safety and security. Are you still with us, Jessica? I need a moment. That is the emergency broadcast for now. We will update you as more from this story breaks. This 
is the new CFRC, Kingston's voice of the righteous regime. We now return you to... To whatever we were broadcasting. Kim, you're back here again. Janice Baker just fainted from shock. I'll come and check on her. I'll help you. Are you okay, Philip? The radio. The man they just hanged. Yeah. Well, I take solace in knowing that God will judge him accordingly. It's not our place to judge what he did. I'd say he was just judged. He was a terrorist. He deserved what came to him. That's all there is to it. There's no sense feeling bad for him, Phil. These things happen. It's God's will. What makes you so sure he was a terrorist? You heard the same newscast I did. Phil, people die all over the world every day due to acts of terrorism. This time, the good guys won. Take solace in that. I do. Yeah, thanks. You need a drink. I'll get Tim to mix you up one of his special margaritas. Beth, I... You need to lighten up and enjoy your party, Phil, and maybe worry a little less about the plight of criminals on the radio. I'll be right back, okay? Yeah. Phil, I... How's Janice Baker? We got her on the couch. She's drinking some water right now. That's good. My God, Phil, I'm so sorry. You didn't do it. I did it. Stop that right now. None of us could have predicted. Phil was a smart man. He knew the risks. Did he? He was an old hippie who thought this was like a protest march. He probably thought we'd get arrested, worst case. And he just accepted his fate. If they tortured him, he could have told them about all of us. We're in trouble. No, we're not. We are. We have to get out of here. And go where, Phil? Where would we go? There's nowhere. We keep our heads down. I don't know anything, officer. I was at home throwing a party with my wife and our friends. That's all we say. They'll see right through that. They won't. It's a good alibi. No, it's not. It's terrible. Well, it's the one we've got. We're staying here. Why? Because I... I can't go on the run. What if Dylan... He's not coming back. You don't know for sure. Damn it, Ruth, I do, and so do you. No, she said that... Who? Who said? Nothing. Never mind. This is the new CFRC newsroom breaking in again with another emergency report. A third terrorist has been caught this evening, taken into custody right before the public hanging of William Donaldson, the oldest member of the group that attempted to blow up St. George's Cathedral in downtown Kingston earlier this evening. The arrest and subsequent punishment of these terrorists by the Canadian Anti-Terrorist Task Force has sparked an influx of calls to our CFRC radio call center. They caught Sadie. Donaldson. I didn't even know his last name. Callers looking to make their voices heard began right after the execution took place. Here are several of them. I'm glad to see our government cracking down on this sort of thing. We're not safe in our own homes if people like that are allowed to live among us. I lost my parents when Montreal fell. I don't want to lose Kingston. I'm glad justice is being served so swiftly. May God have mercy on that man's soul. What is wrong with people? He was an old man. He wasn't a threat to anyone. I know. Prime Minister Lamar has weighed in on the situation himself on a call to us at the new CFRC only a few moments ago. As I said, when condemning the destruction of Montreal, the righteous regime wants to protect all the citizens of Canada from this very thing. We had tried a softer approach when we first took over. But as the student protests over the shutting down of universities got more violent, and the incidence of attacks on our civil servants and minority groups increased, 
we had to make some unfortunate but necessary changes. The institution of military police force last year was required to combat these growing violence. It was not a step we took lightly, but it was a necessary step. Now we are seeing the reasons why this was so important. We need to quell incidents such as this one happening in Kingston, just as, as to be swift and brutal and sadly very public, so anyone else out there with these same thoughts or notions can be shown that we as Canadians will not stand for it. Long live the righteous regime. That was Prime Minister Lamar calling from Ottawa. In order to keep our listeners up to the minute, we take you back now to our on-the-spot reporter, Jessica Trellin, who is in Kingston at St. George's Church. Jessica, are you there? And are you okay? I'm here, I'm composed, and I'm ready to continue. Even before the hanging of William Donaldson this evening, the anti-terrorist task force has been busy preparing something else. Earlier, we witnessed a hole being dug by some of the officers. Some of our local military police were assisting. After a while, a large pole, like a small version of a telephone pole, say, was placed in the hole and it was filled back in. That pole is now standing upright out of the ground. And in the last few minutes, a huge pile of smaller wood pieces, branches, and other detritus have been placed around it. It resembles something out of the Salem witch trials, if I'm to be perfectly honest. Jessica, can you describe the mood of the crowd? The crowd here has doubled, if not tripled in size. They have been chanting and calling for the other terrorists to be brought out. I would say there is almost a euphoria amidst all these people. Bloodlust is the wrong word, but... Sorry to interrupt, Jessica, but my producers are asking me about the message from Agent Montag that you recorded after the death of William Donaldson. Yes. Agent Montag told me she had to leave on urgent business. So she asked me to record a message for our listeners. This is Agent Montag of the Canadian Anti-Terrorist Task Force. Are you recording, Jessica? Yes, go ahead. I want everyone who hears this to understand what we are trying to do. This is for the safety of every Canadian. If you suspect your friends or even your family of plotting or engaging in any act of terrorism, no matter how seemingly harmless it may be, it is a matter of national security that you report them. The very lives of all our citizens are at risk. I understand family loyalty, but not reporting them is considered complicity by the laws set down by our government. To put it simply, not reporting it is the same as being involved in the crime yourself, and you will be punished for it. Keep a watchful eye and report anything you think we need to know. That was Agent Montag of the Canadian Anti-Terrorist Task Force. I'm being told something is happening in Kingston. Jessica, are you there? We are seeing some action here. A young woman is being brought out. She is kicking and screaming. She is resisting, but the officers are dragging her forward. Sadie, no, please, no. She is in shackles. Both her arms and legs are chained. Still, she is fighting them. One of the officers has emerged with a megaphone. People of Kingston. This woman stands convicted of attempting to blow up this church, a beacon of hope in your community, and in doing so, disrupt and damage your way of life. Upon her capture, she resisted and in the process injured several of the arresting officers. She has refused to cooperate with our interrogation and investigation. As per regulations, she has been found guilty and has been condemned to a slow and painful death. They're tying her to the post. They're pouring something on piles of wood at her feet. I believe it is gasoline. Yes, the canister is readable now. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
say something. These people, these soldiers are liars. It was a protest. No one was going to get hurt. We only wanted to send a message. They have taken away our rights. It is time for minorities and all other maligned groups to stand up together. They are doing this to me because they're afraid of us. Don't you see that? We would like to make it clear that this terrorist's punishment is due to the nature of the crime and not the fact that she is a woman. We have no bias in that right. We are simply doing our jobs as directed. Please don't do this! Please! Someone help me! Jesus Christ. I should have... You didn't know where she was. You couldn't have helped her. Phil, Ruth, I'm getting out of here. I can't listen to this anymore. They're going to be coming for us. Did you do this, Tim? What? Let go of me! Did you rat us out to the government? No, of course not! You didn't, Phil! It had to be someone. The other three are getting murdered on live radio. That leaves you, me, and Ruth. I swear to you, I didn't. I wouldn't! Phil, how long have we known each other? I would never! What about your wife? Oh, Beth doesn't know anything. Are you kidding me? This is just... It wasn't... What the hell happened? It wasn't me. I swear. They've now lit the pile. It's burning. The young woman is screaming. I... I can't watch this. Jessica, can you tell us... No. No, I can't. I... I have to get out of here. We've got to run. They're gonna find us. Jesus Christ, they're gonna find us. I would like to remind our listeners that those of us at the CFRC, Kingston's Voice of the Righteous Regime, do not condone violence, except in situations where it is warranted and where the law states. I'm turning this off. He's right. We have to go. We have to go now. We can't. They are burning her alive. We are not leaving. What the hell is wrong with you? We are going to get our son back, but if we run, the deal is off, okay? What deal? What deal? The one I made to get Dylan back. It was you? You ratted us out? We did it for us. For our son. You killed people. Their blood is on your hands. I did it for you. I know you were only doing this because of Dylan. I did it for you. I never asked you to do this. Bill and Sadie, they... Bill was an old man. Sadie, well, well, she wasn't supposed to get hurt. I thought she and Marco would have been able to get away. What about me? I did this for you. To protect you. Kill three people to save one. Is that it? Yes. If it's our son. And you don't think the rest of them had parents? Or children or families? The government knew you were up to something. They contacted me. I didn't cause those deaths. I saved your life. I saved our son's life. If I didn't do this, you'd be up there right now with the rest of them, getting killed with the others. I should have been. Why? I made a deal. I gave them information. I got you out. Why can't I be allowed to save my family? What about their lives? Did they mean nothing? The world has changed, Phil. We have to protect ourselves. We can't be worried about everyone else. That's what you get out of all of this. Out of everything that's happened. I guess they truly won, huh? No. I won. I got you. And I got Dylan. Have you seen Dylan? Did they let you talk to him? They promised me. They lied. They promised me. Oh, Ruth, what have you done? Hi, guys. I'm sorry to interrupt again, but Janice is now sobbing on the couch. Have you seen Tim? He ran away. What? Uh, He went to get more rum. The punch was losing it. That's my Tim. Always concerned about the guests. I was going to get him to make you that margarita, Philip, but I haven't been able to find him. That's all right, Beth. Ruth, I really think you should check on Janice. She doesn't seem to want to talk to me. Okay. Think about what I said, Phil. You know I'm right. I won. They didn't. So you're just okay with all this, then? The party? 
The burning of a young woman at the stake like a witch. When you have faith on your side, you can weather any storm. Those men are doing God's work, and we have to have faith that they are doing the right thing. Philip, I sense you're having real trouble with all of this. Am I right? I have a really good sense about people. Do you? I'm turning the radio back on, Beth. I don't want to have this conversation. As we have been unable to get our on-the-spot reporter, Jessica Trellin, to come back to the news van, we are enlisting our sound technician, Walter Beers, to give us an eye into what is happening out there. Walter, can you give us a sense of what's happening now? Uh, yes, I'm here. You'll, you'll forgive me, I'm, I'm not normally a reporter, but what we have going on now is something different than what we've already seen tonight. They've brought out a young man in shackles, much like the girl was. He is dark in complexion, I'd say Middle Eastern perhaps? I can't say for sure. He's from Calgary, and his parents are from Cuba. They're bringing him forwards towards the crowd and placing him on his knees. Is it a crisis of faith, Philip? Do you feel guilty that our government should be punishing people in this way? The police have unloaded a large bin off of the back of a truck. It seems to be full of rocks, small ones. They've wheeled the bin into the crowd. Because you shouldn't. You're a good person, Phil. This is their fault, not yours. One of the officers has brought out the megaphone. He's going to address the crowd. He's reading off a sheet in his hand. This young man before you did willfully and with malice of forethought join this group with the intent of violence on our great city. This young man did conspire to destroy a historic landmark and with it the poor and meager homeless people that this very institution is trying to help and rehabilitate. Perhaps it was due to the fact that he is not originally from this country and did not fully understand our laws. Ignorance, however, is not an acceptable excuse. His punishment will stand. I grew up here, the same as you. My parents came from Cuba over 50 years ago. This church is not the church. They're lying to you. He's right, Beth. He's talking about the house of the Lord, Phil. He's not right in the head. This is where they keep watch on all of us. This is where they control us from. Do not let him fool you with his rhetoric. He is a terrorist, just like the rest of them. The man who was hanged was Bill Donaldson. He grew up here. He was a good man. He cared about this town. The girl they burned alive was Sadie Sloan. She was an idealist. She was my friend. My name is Marco Perez. I was a student until the government shut down the universities. We are people, not terrorists. We just wanted to be heard. This was all just so we could be heard. This kind of government, a dictatorship, is exactly why my parents left their country. Where has our freedom gone? Where is my Canada? The one are you going up? Please, listen. Please don't do this. Please, resist them. They can't win if we all fight back. Together. Citizens of Kingston, we know you are angry. We know you want justice. We want your help. There is a cart of stone there amongst you. Jesus Christ. They're going to stone him? You shouldn't use his name in vain, Philip. As it says in the Bible, let he who is free of sin cast the first stone. Which one of you will it be? You don't have to do this! You can be better than this! There's some talking amongst the crowd. He broke the law. He has to be punished. It's as simple as that. Not like this. It's God's will. Someone threw the first stone. It hit him. People, please! You don't understand what you're... Stones are being thrown now. More stones are coming. The entire crowd is throwing them now. He got what he deserved. He was just an innocent kid. Just like my son. They said he was as guilty as the rest. It just goes to show, doesn't it, Beth? The person with the loudest voice must be telling the truth, no matter how much of a lie it is. God has the loudest voice, Philip. And all sinners will get what's coming to them. We're all going to get what's coming to us for letting this be our world. Amen, Philip. Amen. Residents of 342 Maple Lane, this is the police. At this time, your house is surrounded. 
We will be entering and interrogating everyone inside. We do not wish to use force. Please do not resist. I repeat, we do not wish to use force. We do not wish to use force. We do not wish to use force. You two, down on the ground. Hands where we can see them. What's going on? Why are the police here? Phil, remember what I said. I made a deal. I think you made a deal with the devil, Ruth. What does he mean, Ruth? He means you should get out of here, Beth. Go find your husband. All right, I'll do that. I certainly have nothing to fear from those men out there. But I'm starting to think maybe you two do. Philip Marsdale. We meet at last. I'm Agent Montag with the anti-terrorist unit. I heard you on the radio. Well, I guess that makes me a minor celebrity. But you, my friend, are about to be a major one. Thanks to the help of your wife here. Organize any terrorist acts as of late? He was here. Throwing a party with my wife and our friends. We have a permit. People are allowed to be here after curfew. Oh, I must be in the wrong then. Well, my mistake. But just for good measure. Why don't you just say you did it? I don't want to look foolish in front of your neighbors and all of these fine military police officers. Wait, you can't. <laughs> How are you going to kill me? <laughs> we don't kill the ringleaders. We lock them away for a long time. Let them think about what they've done, the lives they've destroyed. Much better to break someone like you than just kill you. I know it was the government that blew up Montreal. You keep me alive, and I'll tell everyone I can. Go right ahead. Let's see who will believe you. Agent Montague. Always good to see you, Mrs. Marsdale. Gentlemen, please escort Mr. Marsdale to the white van out front. I do wish to apologize for the dead air for those moments, folks. We have lost our connection with our sound technician, Walter Beers. Once more, we would like to remind our listeners that both the new CFRC and the leaders of the righteous regime do not condone violence. Our prime minister has clearly stated that any actions taken by authorities are in the interests of the safety of all our citizens. The good of the many must outweigh the good of the few. Ladies and gentlemen, we have just been told that the third terrorist is now confirmed dead. And the leader of their group has just been taken into custody. We'll have more on this story as soon as we have any developments. We again return you to the Friday Night Music Mix here on the new CFRC, Kingston's Voice of the Righteous Regime. Will you listen to that? Life imitates art. Or some such thing. I told you, you're going to be a celebrity. And I told you, Ruth. You made a deal with the devil. Get him out of here. It was just supposed to be them. You were going to let my husband go and give me back my son. That was the deal, wasn't it? You read out the group and make sure your husband had an alibi. Which he did. He was hosting this party with me and our friends. He was seen arriving late right through the front door. And another of his accomplices, a Tim Jeffries, was seen arriving after him. Pretty sloppy alibi. He went out to get... No, he didn't. He was seen at the church. You can't prove it. You all seem to forget that we have the technology. It's not gone. It's just... In government hands. We have him and the others on video, and we're going to share it with the rest of the country. You promised... I can't get your son back. He's already gone. He was charged and sentenced the day we took him and the other student protesters. No. No. You said... We are an anti-terrorist unit, Mrs. Marsdale, which means we stop terrorism by any means necessary. We do what must be done to protect the country. Does that include blowing up Montreal? Did you ever go there before the fall, Mrs. Marsdale? 
It was a sea of angry, liberal-minded fools fighting for all the wrong reasons in all different directions. The only way to make real proper change is to strike at the heart of the beast, eliminate the dissenting voices, get everyone facing the same way. So they don't see what's going on behind them. Exactly. You sound just like a terrorist. You have to think like one to defeat them. That's sick. You're sick. Potato, potato. Detain the party goers for a while before letting them go. I'm willing to bet that most of them are very conservative, righteous regimers. I'm sure Mrs. Marsdale chose only the best people to give her alibi some traction. Kept them busy. Got them all so drunk they wouldn't trust their memory. Something like that. Oh, and arrest Mrs. Marsdale on suspicion of colluding with the terrorist organization. What? Why are you arresting me? We listen to all the airwaves, Mrs. Marsdale. All the frequencies. I have a little clip here from a walkie-talkie recording earlier this evening. This is Bright Star 1 to base camp. Do you copy? Damn it! Ruth? It's Phil! Are you there, Ruth? Over! Please pick up! I assume we have proof of your connection to your husband's activities, Ruth. Or should I just call you base camp? You bitch. You horrible lying bitch. I told you I would reunite you with your son. I can safely say I wasn't lying. You'll be together soon. Get her out of here. That was another track from the Juno Award-winning album Songs from Another World by Milton Jared. The track you just heard is titled Freedom. This concludes our Friday evening music mix. Up next is your 9 o'clock news report. And later, on the new CFRC radio, Kingston's Voice of the Righteous Regime, an in-depth look at the lie of the round. Simon Poli, our resident expert on all things flat, discusses the myth of the globe and why all the countries of the flat earth with the exception of our own, continue to work together to perpetuate this shared fallacy. But first, I'm told we have a message from our Prime Minister, Dominique Lamar. To the great people of our country, although these can be stressful times, I want you to know that we are working hard for you to keep you and your family safe from this terrorist threat. Force is never our first choice, but sometimes force is the only acceptable response to an attack on our great nation. This evening in Kingston, Ontario, we... We are taking control of the We are taking control. We are the family. We are the families who separated. We are the We are the ones just like to remind listeners, as I do every night, that we here at the new CFRC radio, Kingston's voice of the Righteous Regime, care about you, the listener. The Righteous Regime Kingston headquarters has chaplains and ministers available 24-7 to talk to you over the phone at 555-3673. Or if you would like to air your concerns on air about your life, your faith, and your purpose here on this flat disk floating around the sun, please contact us directly 
at the new CFRC 555-8723. As always, we are working with our government leaders to get you important information whenever it's available. So leave the new CFRC on all day. Now and always, we are a trusted friend in a troubled world.